Hello, good morning, Carla. How are you? Ah, good morning. I am well, thank you. Whereabouts are you now? <laughs> I'm actually on the McIntyre River uh, in Gundawindi at my mum's place uh, on Camilleroy country. Amazing. That is so beautiful. Is it hot there? It's not as hot as it can be for this time of year. <laughs> yeah, this is um, near where I grew up uh, on a farm just over the New South Wales border. So very familiar country and uh, weather for me. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I'm so delighted to have you here this morning. And I think it's going to be an amazing talk and amazing topic um, Hence, Invasion Day, or what um, also Australians mm -hmm. call Australia Day yesterday. Um, so I'm really uh, joyful that you're here this morning and that you have a good internet connection. And so, do you want to say a bit something about yourself and um, what you're doing and what your passion is? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, I kind of had to map map out my life story this morning to kind of yeah have have the visual um in my mind because there's just been so many yeah life just unfolds in uh magical mystical ways that yeah I just can never foresee um so yeah I do I was gonna kind of share um in story form in uh, what my life has um, kind of unfolded into. And also I was going to start with a poem, actually, that is all-encompassing of many things that I'm, I'm going to talk about. But, yeah, for me, um, time and time again, everything comes back to healing. And so inevitably on my life's path, it's always... Um, yeah, brought me into a place or even expressions of healing. So, yeah, and I feel like definitely before I begin, I really want to acknowledge that, yeah, I'm on Camilleroy country and it's a very big um, country and these people have taken care of these lands for over 100,000 years. And I would say, yeah, longer than that it's um the the culture and the people of this country is way more than uh any colonized mind could ever fathom and uh that is certainly something that since i've been connecting with first nations people um yeah it's uh it's very big um and so important for people who are uh, yeah, for us to connect to that as we walk on these lands. So definitely want to start with that. And yeah, def it's important too, because we have just had, you know, that, that Australia Day, Invasion Day. And uh, from what I've seen and what I know, uh, the call now is to unify. So that's... Yeah, that's 
something that I'm definitely walking with uh, and focusing on is uh, what connects us as a humanity because uh, connection in itself is healing. Yeah. So, yeah, well, will I just like start with a poem and dive right yes. in? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, this poem is um, all-encompassing of, yeah, many aspects of my life. Um, I have walked as a paramedic um, working for, yeah, Queensland Ambulance Service for a few years and that uh, that feels like, you know, it's something that's like in my past but it's interesting that it's really made me who I am in many ways. It's cultivated an endurance in me that, um, yeah, I couldn't really have found any other way. So... I'm just going to dive right into this poem and then share about my story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, spoken word is uh, something that I chose um, to focus on last year and I didn't realise that, uh, you know, whilst it's my activism, it uh, was part of my body of work called Not My Country. Um, what I discovered on the journey was it, yeah, these, these words became very healing for me. And so it is my hope that it can, yeah, support others in, um, in these crazy times, also acknowledging these crazy times. So this one is called Wild Nature Calls Us Home. I lie here body aching. It's spirit time, that time in the deep night where no one else is awake. It's that time when you wish the night would go on for longer, but also end because that subconscious is speaking loudly. It could not reach you in your dreams. I lie here body aching. It's a familiar ache that I thought I had shared when I shared my paramedic identity took off those heavy boots and the responsibility that came with it, that ache that sits behind my heart as my heart aches for humanity. But that mission is not done yet. In some ways, it has only just begun. That mission is seeded in me, purpose and passion fiercely fueling me. It's that delicate dance between the worlds, a dance of deep devotion and servitude and self-care and survival in the colonial structures. These structures built to keep us separate, to keep the wild out, that dividing and conquering never ceased. Humanity crying out to be free, to return to the wild nature of the soul. But these days, we have way more dark nights of the soul than nature intended. So I lie here, this animal body aching, spirit connected to it all, but tonight this mind just can't work it out. There is too much to take on. The weight bears down on my chest, but I am not seeking the weight to be lifted, but instead to grow stronger. Responsibility is not to weigh us down, it is to make us strong. If we chose to come to Earth in a time where humans were having the most impact on the planet, where species extinction due to human impact was at its worst, 
Would we not then have come here to change the narrative? Is it not time for us to take it upon ourselves to change this narrative? Too many texts were written by white wealthy men. These stories are outdated, written for the dark ages, for the time of divide and conquer. I write a new story, a different story. I am not a person of colour, but coloured every colour of the rainbow. I still manage to find myself in categories of disapproval and discomfort for the status quo. I walk not on the fringes, but in the wild places that many are too afraid to go to. Because it is in those wild places that this new narrative exists. It exists in the wild places because it is not a new narrative. It is very, very ancient, as old as the earth herself. Knowledge is power. It is not written in the textbooks that have sacrificed the trees, but in the trees themselves, in the wild forests, the lungs of the earth the whispers of the wind and the sacred waters. That is where the answers lie. As I lie here, body aching, I see now why this mind cannot work it out. It's an aching for what has been lost. It's the ache of that yearning for human nature to return so that we may remember the ancient wisdom. The last remaining wisdom holders walk weary they have seen so much devastation to the human soul, for we have lost our wildness, our own nature. That is where the old stories for this new world exist. Not in those sky-rise buildings, not in the manufactured commodities, not even in the textbooks. If we chose to come to Earth in a time where humans were having the most impact on the planet, where species extinction due to human impact was at its worst, would we not then have come here to change the narrative? Is it not time for us to take it upon ourselves to change this narrative? If this new narrative exists in the wild places, would we not go there? Would we not take it upon ourselves to remember how to inhabit the wild places of our soul, to go back to the ancient earth that was here before us? It's time now, for there is no other time. Our wild nature calls us home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So nice. <laughs> Very good. Oh. Very deep. Yeah, I just, I felt to share that because, you know, sometimes um, when we try and go into, yeah, our, our own story we can get a bit lost in it so I find um yeah the power of spoken word can um can say say a lot yeah absolutely so yeah my journey has been one of healing and it's quite amazing that this interview is happening on my home country uh, because I'm not very often <laughs> up here. I'm normally between uh, Central Australia and Southern Victoria. So yeah, it's pretty cool that uh, yeah, we that I get to share with you on this country. So mm, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for sharing. <laughs> 
was great. Um, yeah, so yeah, do you want to share a bit of your um, journey and, and also kind of the, the work you're doing with the land, um, with the people? Yeah. So, I mean, I can say something. You, I know you do earth dancing, um, which incorporates sound healing and connecting with um, nature. And then you have been a paramedic and then you also work with um, women and specifically also indigenous women. Um, and yeah, now you can add all the things you would like. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. Um, there, there is an array. Yeah, for me, um, looking well as a as a woman walking on on ancient land, uh, and sometimes having the privilege of walking with, yeah, the original people of this land, it it's very anchoring um, and humbling, incredibly humbling for me and I realized that this like kind of nature connection indigenous connection and women connection it all seems to meet um and intercept and so yeah the my kind of life is a weaving together of of those three important parts of life for me so um I like to say that yeah, I grew up barefoot on the red soil um, here in Western New South Wales on Camilleroy country on a farm. Uh, very blessed to, yeah, begin life uh, in such a, yeah, nature kind of way. So that was always primary for me was, yeah, just one with nature. So very grateful for those beginnings. And uh, alongside being a paramedic, I was also training in Hawaiian healing arts. And yeah, that was very harmonizing for me to have the uh, intense medical uh, emergency work alongside the deep spiritual healing work. So that's kind of been my beginnings in healing. And I very much kind of went on this, embarked on this journey into shamanism because it fascinated me and it made sense. It made sense that there was this, you know, spiritual presence um, within life always and that healing was more than, yeah, more than the physical. So I did embark on, yeah, on quite a journey. I left my paramedic job all the security of that and yeah I feel like the the shamanic path is is never ending and it is something that you just summoned to uh it's like you have no choice and again and again I'm just in awe of what this um yeah what this devotion how it unfolds in ways that I never could have imagined and yeah, I guess like to one um, one pivotal point in my life was when I got to sit in a women's culture camp near Uluru in 2016. And, you know, actually before that, I 
had I was in grief because I have had learned about all these other Indigenous cultures and I felt like the culture of this country, like the deep spiritual um, connection and culture had been lost because I hadn't seen it. <laughs> but it's because it was, it's been, uh, yeah, kept so hidden and safe. And so I had the privilege of sitting with some senior elder women um, on the red soil and yeah I feel like that was both humbling and um, that was where my uh, yeah my connection to women's work and uh, holding ceremony uh, began and yeah so that was <laughs> that was a big moment in my life and since then I have yeah, I have not stopped uh, in this yearning to serve humanity and serve country and, yeah, show up uh, in places that I feel called to. And naturally one of those spaces is uh, in the activism for First Nations and in Central Australia. So... Yeah, that's, um, that's been a, a key focus for me. And that is primarily what uh, calls me into the desert every year is this um, calling and devotion to walk with the people of this country, to connect more deeply to country. And I feel like, yeah, find a way to connect others into this space and sometimes I get a bit overwhelmed when I try and like share all the different things that I do because it's multi-faceted from you know holding women's circles holding earth dance um, where we come together in ceremony with a live musician and dance and sit in circle I I run a six-day women's gathering in the Kimberley where we spend a lot of time with country and we sit with custodians and we learn from them and we learn from each other in women's circles. Um, yeah, so spoken word, it just, <laughs> the list goes on. <laughs> yeah. But again, it, it just comes back to healing. And I think um, for me, yeah, just the humbling, uh, I feel like I need to keep, connecting in to First Nations people to have a real reality check of um, where I am at in relation to country and to the, the spiritual work that I feel called to do. Um, so, yeah, I'm very grateful to have elders in my life that I can, yeah, come back to a sense of real truth and um, understanding of what it, what it means to walk on these lands and to, um, yeah, keep acknowledging the First Nations people and the work that they're doing. And, I mean, just briefly, one of the um, people that I work with is Uncle Chris Tomlins, and he has this kind of all-encompassing um, holistic 
uh, approach to uh, mostly bringing kids on country, but also like sharing the arts, sharing culture and bringing people together. And uh, I think, you know, one of the main reasons we've, um, yeah, we've kind of been walking together in that space is because we see, we both see the need for unity. Um, you know, I'm representing someone of like white descent and he is an Aranta elder. So yeah, it's been incredible what I've learnt uh, on that journey in the desert. And um, I just want to share the work that he does. It goes under Dreaming Australia. And yeah, it's uh, there's there's so there's so many things to it, but I think um, you know that's something that we can also share after through links and stuff. I just uh, you know while while I have the privilege of sharing to many people, I like to also share these other incredible um, important um, movements that are are going on and calling us. You know, Dreaming Australia is calling us. There's um, yarning circles with the elders that are calling us there's making peace commemoration um, movement that's calling us all of these things yeah while I have this time and space I just want to like put it out there that if if anyone's interested in you know any of this there's um there's some elders doing some incredible work so yeah, yeah I think that's that's something that I feel is important to also share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what what have you? So you you did this step and you felt a calling. So you went into the desert and you um, have been there with um, indigenous people and specifically women. So what was your biggest learning? Um, awakening or where you felt like a deep connection or where there were more questions arriving through your experience? Mm. Great question. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that for sure that I have learned is what it means to belong. And mm. the responsibility that comes when we actually belong, um, the reciprocity that's required of us. So that's, yeah, belonging and responsibility is what I, I definitely learn from First Nations people. Mm. And something that I would say the country taught me in Central Australia is my power as a woman and you know that goes beyond race um there is something you know quite beautiful about being a woman connected to country and i yeah i had this immense experience very randomly one day i was just um traversing the landscape um yeah, with, with the crew, as I would say, um, this was uh, back in 2020. And 
I just had this overwhelming surge of immense power go through my body and I knew that that was like that was mother nature that was like the energy of the country that just was surging through me and in that moment I felt so much fierce feminine power that yeah I felt like you know in an instant I could stop mining and you know have these immense impacts um Oh, the internet's happening. Hmm. Yay, back. <laughs> That's the internet. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's the internet. Where you're at. Sometimes I think that uh, spirit can intervene too. <laughs> I was, after all, talking about the power of woman. <laughs> Here you go. And actually, it was a good. It's a good reminder that, um, yeah. I mean, I do. I have been privileged to a lot of experiences, um, and I do have to be careful of what I share. Um, yeah, so that's a good reminder. <laughs> you have to be careful uh, to share. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah, there's a timing. There's a timing for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah, so back to the power of woman, hey? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that lesson came from the country. Uh, it came from my deep connection to, to the land. Mm. And, you know, that, that uh, deepening in connection, I feel, was very much enabled by connecting with and walking with First Nations people. I really think that it's time, you know, it's time that, and I can see it. I can see more and more people um yeah seeking this connection and uh i guess some some wise words uh from from one of the elders is that uh you know we we need to start with our own connection with our own connection to spirit and the country and you know whatever fragments of our own ancient culture we have and ancient remembrance you know, we have we have the uh, memory of all of our ancestry in our DNA. So that's a huge amount of information that we have access to. So that probably does, yeah, bring me to, I guess, another um, part of my journey and my in my work is in this deep remembrance. I mean, yeah, we we belong to the earth <laughs> and for me um you know there there might be this idea that that spirituality is like 
out there and ascension and and all of these things but for me it's all here and it's uh yeah it's this anchoring deeper and deeper into connection to country that I feel um most connected to spirit and in connecting to my body um and to my feminine body I feel the most yeah the most remembrance and open um and aware and connected to a timelessness and yeah there's been um there's been a lot of information that's come to me through through my connection to my body to earth to my spirit um and to to my own ancestry and um I don't even know when that like I can't really go back to the beginning of that because I think we're kind of born um with all of the wisdom and information um I think I just managed to hang on to like just enough of a thread um through my um childhood and teenage years to not forget entirely (laughs) And so, yeah, I've been amazed, you know, when I hear stories from the elders, there's something in me that's just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know humans have been around forever. I know, like, I know the, the beginnings. I know all of these things because of my connection to, to the spirit world and, and to, to the country itself. So, a lot of my, um, you know, some of my spoken word kind of is a kind of almost like an invocation um, and an invitation into this remembering and returning. And yeah, I've got, I've shared some channeled stories that I that I made public because I had that reflected back to me as truth in in what, um, yeah, in what elders have shared. So. Mm. I think it's important to remember this, that it's, you know, this information is in our bodies. Yeah. And connection is innate. And so when you were with the women and the elders, um, is there a profound kind of a thing you you might want to share that has changed your view on things? Mm. that's 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 a good question I feel like it's it's more so um yeah again along the lines of this like remembering yeah yeah this being in the presence yeah and and remembering belonging (laughs) connection to to the land and the importance of yeah, certainly the importance of coming together as women. And I guess, like, that's what has been the most clear to me is that, you know, I I wish, my greatest wish in this life is to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for me, um, I have really started focusing on women's work 
Um, I've been, you know, holding circles and gatherings and in many, 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 many women's spaces uh, since actually that culture camp um, in 2016, women's culture camp. So, yeah, that's just something that I see when we keep gathering when and like it's it's decolonizing too right if if we are um really wanting to step into our power and remembrance um and heal as a woman as a human um there is a lot of decolonizing of the mind (laughs) i'm just blown away time and time again i think I think I've done a lot of work on the on the decolonizing, um, coming back to baseline, and yeah, mm. again and again and again. Um, yeah, it's it's really clear that that the stripping back, the layers, um, is yeah, is the work. <laughs> mm. So yeah, I I like to say that my um, ways of of facilitating and leading um, and all that I do, I'm really exploring what it is to do that in the feminine. Uh, So, yeah, feminine ways of leading and facilitating, of um, cutting out the hierarchy, um, learning from each other, um, supporting others to rise, nurturing growth. All these things are, yeah, Again, since that women's culture camp connecting to the elders and and to the country as women, it was just so important to me that, like, I needed to be radical (laughs) in quite a strong, structured, patriarchal world. I needed to be very radical in my approaches um, and create new ways of doing things. So... Yeah, and that's another, you know, the feminine is is the birthing, is the creating. So, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of learned through being with um, Indigenous women on how it, what it meant to be and connect. And it sounds like that was like your deeper experience in just being with them and... Um, being in the presence, being in the presence of the country and the land in, and so to speak, kind of share it with, um, yeah, with, mm. with other women, I guess. Yeah, and that's exactly it, is being present with, yeah, being present with the, the land and the, the elders. Because uh, what I've noticed I've um, sat in a few big yarning circles with elders over the years. And what I have noticed is that when you are in the presence of a powerful, uh, powerful, original um, First Nations person, there is something that happens on a cellular level and you know, they're very humble. <laughs> but even just in their presence, I feel things changing inside of me. And, and of course, mm. when they share stories and song and stories of, them, of, of, of themselves, 
of course that's changing me on many levels but just that mere presence um they just hold so much knowledge and wisdom and it is a huge privilege to be merely in their presence um yeah it's it's a cellular <laughs> uh transformation um and information transfer too i would say so yeah i think yeah. it's beautiful because they obviously i mean it's their birth land so that's their belonging obviously all us white people came from mostly europe or our lineage came from europe so i guess our belonging is partly somewhere else um and the ancestors are somewhere else but they possibly really in inherit this kind of um continent and lands and um i can really imagine that it yeah it just vibrates in their presence through them and that they have obviously also seen the land differently over all the time they have lived here compared to us mm. um which you can see in their drawings and their um yeah i guess like how they um you know take take things in and what they take from the land and how they know the land i mean um it's possibly really different to you know going to a supermarket <laughs> or something so um yeah i really I, re i really found also that um it's it's rather i was thinking that yesterday as long as i live here it's, it's really shocking on how less their culture is integrated um unless someone can make money from it, like Aboriginal paintings or something, but um, that they just, um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, le less integrated in, in everyday, in everyday life. I think it, it's coming. It's obviously evolving in learning on which land you are from which tribes and, um, Yeah, what you said at the start as well, that things start to shift and awareness starts to rise, but possibly not mm -hmm. that not not there yet, where um possibly coming kind of back to the start, you know. But so uh, yeah. Um just compared to that, it's a pretty young country. I'm I'm really surprised how less influence they actually have compared yes. to when you go to Africa, you know, there's so mm. much presence. Um of yeah, African really, people but here it's um, the invasion was brutal here mm. um yeah you know it's yeah what 250 years ago <laughs> it's it's not that long ago mm. actually um yeah things got colonized very very rapidly very quickly um it's I've, You know, in my journey of trying to, like, understand and, and conceptualise this, um, you know, growing up uh, in the bush um, as a little wildling, <laughs> uh, feeling very connected to, to the world around me, I, um, 
yeah, I really feel like my body has come from the land, um, that the land birthed me. And I guess, um, yes, my ancestry, my blood, my spirit, you know, all of these things perhaps, yeah, they, they came from somewhere else. But I feel like this, this country, um, yeah, it raised me and um, it's becoming harder and harder for me to, to like dissect um, this like belonging to, to the country that grew me up and this land and having, you know, Scottish um, whatever else, uh, mostly Scottish heritage and blood. Um, you know, the, the culture here is the longest living culture they are the original people. I say they're the grandparents of our civilization. And I, yeah, I mean, again, I have to be careful of what I say that I'm not, um, not sharing too much. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately we have all come from the earth. And I think that, you know, things like the rewilding movement Anything that brings us back to nature is bringing us back to um, this greater sense of connection and unity. And um, I think it is always, it always will be important to begin with the acknowledgement of the original people of these lands, of the oldest culture in the world. And I mean, I know it's a big statement, but if these people are the grandparents of our civilization, I honestly believe that if we want to see harmony and a returning to actually wisdom, then it's going to start with the people of these lands. And, yeah, for me, like, I, I get to be a, be a part of and see that incredible wisdom and knowing, um, yeah, it is, it is big. So I am listening so keenly to what, what they have to say. Definitely. Yeah. How do they, um, are they talking about forgiveness? How do they feel about people being on their land? Mm. <laughs> that's that's there a like... bit of a tricky one because, um, yeah, I mean, there's different levels of trauma and mm. healing. Um, yeah, I, I, I would find it very hard to speak to that Um it's very delicate terrain, yeah. but um, I think, you know, if anything, I've learned that, yeah, to, to um, have, have compassion and, yeah, and, and to be with, be on the healing journey. Um, yeah, it's... Um, so do you say you also want to be careful what you share because you want to kind of protect um, their, 
they're um, they're sharing that they have shared with you in a in a space it's more so the stories and knowledge that's been passed on to me everything has a has a time and a space yeah I was also asking to clarify. Yeah, yeah. the stories. The thing is, people asking themselves, so. yeah, um, <laughs> why you might not want to share some things, um, you know. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, that comes back to truth telling. Um, you know, a big part of the yarning circles and a lot of the work is hearing their stories and the stories of their families and what has um, been inflicted on them. Um, through colonization and I mean it's not it's not a burden for us to take on but there is a, a real need to listen and understand um, what has gone on on these lands um, to walk together so yeah I think there is a need to hear their um, yeah the, the truth, the yeah. truth of what's going on. I think that's um, only then can, yeah, can we walk together and, and heal together. And, um, yeah, it's so important. And so when you said before that you're organizing a women's circle in the Kimberleys and so um, is, is this kind of your way on also connecting people with um well I guess like Kimberley's and even the outback is possibly much more nature and land than let's say Melbourne that you can you know connect to um and so do do you feel like you connect the women with the land but also connect the people with um the indigenous people as well like are you connecting mm. there yeah yeah well I feel like to to hold that space um on the land um it's really important for me to have the involvement of the the custodians of that land um and yeah so that's that's always going to be pretty core to me. And, and again, like that is, that's the um, interception of the women's work connecting to country and connecting to custodians. Um, yeah, it, it feels like for the, the, the whole, um, the whole holistic experience, that's, yeah, we need all of that. <laughs> So, yeah, and that's, that's uh, you know, something that I've been cultivating in Central Australia too. Um, but, yeah, the, the relationships with the First Nations women is something that is, um, it takes time. And, yeah, so bit by bit, you know, I've, I've started kind of inviting women in to, um, yeah, to connect with, with the people of country. And that's going to be a very slow growing um, journey because it requires, yeah, a lot of respect. And I think, you know, if 
we need we need a meeting point you know where the, when the two cultures are coming together we need a meeting point and i think um mostly what we see is a kind of a bit more heavily weighed towards a colonial um western way of doing things and what i'm seeing in in central australia um is that yeah finding a central point or even something that is more aligned with how they want to do it. Mm. Um, because I think that it's, yeah, it's so important. We don't want to keep colonising. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it always will come back to relationship, relationship with the people, with the country, with ourselves, with the women that come along. So, yeah. <sighs> big lessons for me, always, always big lessons. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. That's so nice you share this um, experience. Um, yeah. What else would you like to share? <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, I, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like that's, that's a coming, coming full circle really. Yeah. Um, yeah. The humble work of, of listening and devoting and, um, Yeah, being of service. So I guess to conclude, I um yeah, I feel very, very privileged to be living this life, to be connecting with elders, to be, you know, a big part of some massive movements that are led by um yeah, by the elders and by by wise people that are steering us in a much better direction. So whilst I do, you know, a lot of my own um, offerings uh, with facilitation and healing, I do one-on-one -on -one healings, um, I'm always, always uh, also supporting these other movements. Um, yeah, which I just think all of this is just steering us into a better direction um yeah as a humanity so yeah may may we keep remembering keep remembering our way home to to our soul and to our connection to this earth yeah nice finishing words in a way or full <laughs> circle as you said yeah um i will absolutely um link your connected um, connections in the show notes um, and also yeah if there's earth um, dancing which i think is is really amazing as well to connect yourself and you know to nature and sound and um, people and mm. um, yeah I, i connect your homepage or 
uh, the workshops that you're doing and then if people want to connect with you they can do so I guess mm. you would like thank that. you <laughs> yeah and and I guess too like uh since I've been quite active in the work I must admit that my website has fallen by the wayside but in the meantime um I've started a collective of women um that's like I'm kind of creating this online portal called Women Gather that's been in the making for some time. But um, as my kind of energy has more and more gone to volunteering um, to important uh, places and people, I've started a way to be a bit more sustainable by creating this online kind of portal into all that I do and all invitation to, you know, um, to the women gatherings and things that are happening with First Nations people. Um, I've started it through Patreon so people can sign up like as a membership thing. And that seriously supports me when, you know, when I'm in the desert, I can go months without an income. So I've kind of created this, uh, yeah, with the, with the primary purpose to connect women um, in more, uh, yeah, in more of a community uh, way where they have accessed everything that I um, offer very easily um, and also to sustain me in this modern world. So I'll share, yeah, I'll share that. Yeah, amazing. Link with you. Yeah, cool. That sounds great. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, I feel very grateful. Yeah, thank you for sharing uh, your story and um, yeah how you feel what you do and um, ha has been such a blessing mm. and I'm sure um, people that will listen will have some eye-opening moments or think about specific topics you know and I feel like for me it was really um also belonging it, it got me really deep into nearly having tears in a way because it's always a question where you belong in the end of the day um that's a big mm. question yeah. and um, and also um i was thinking about this yesterday there's uh, you know places have so big memories on um you know, memories of, I, I feel, energetic memories, but also memories because of um, what you associate with space, um, places, and um, that's where also your comfort and your connection and your belonging comes to, you know, in a way. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I was um, thinking about yesterday. Um, yeah, really nice. Well, thanks so much for some thought and some shared words. <laughs> mm. And um, I'm going to stop the recording. And